on last week's Irrevelations. Oh yeah? The extremely dangerous practice of childbirth? Yeah, sure, take my wife for a spin. F*** it, I don't care. I feel like if you just got married, why are you getting yourself slaved out? That's your fault. You can hit him 40 times, but if you hit him anymore, people might get embarrassed. If the kid raped the dog, does he have to marry it? Her husband's brother shall go into her. Gross, I hate the way they say that. Get the penis. Yeah. Get it. Punch her in the tit. Whatever. Right. Go for go for the, the soft points, the private Whatever parts. you have to do to kick those people out of their home. There's nothing wrong with eating placenta. Oh, you're going to get so weary looking for your kidnapped children. Like, oh my God. Just as it pleases the Lord to make you prosper and increase in number, so it will please him to ruin and destroy you. <laughs> Before we turn to the word, I would like to be I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed and I don't feel good about myself. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. Pray this simple prayer. Lord, speak to me. Dude, do you know who who my favorite person is right now? Give it to me. And it's kind of old news. Um, So people might like... Well, I'm just saying, people might turn their nose up at me bringing this guy even up at this point. Because of the way that uh, culture works now. We really blaze through stuff. We really burn it up, you know? Sure. So, caveat aside, oh my God. the bagel boss guy. What? The bagel guy. The really short dude. Oh. The bagel shop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, tiny five foot two guy hating on women. Sure. My my bagel king. Bagel king. <laughs> <laughs> sure. What, 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 why are you such a fan? Well, I'm just saying. Why are women treated them like <laughs> I uh, I felt bad for the guy. <laughs> I didn't. Really? I felt bad when he got laid out. That was that rough. was that was fucking because we were. I watched the video, and yeah, he's a piece of shit, and yeah, he's just screaming at women, and they're just like, yeah, you want to fuck you. The the argument obviously is a guy who's a piece of shit. You know, yeah. like you're gonna yell at a bunch of women standing in line. Like try to understand your own argument, Mister. You're gonna yell at a bunch of women in line. Because some different women called you short. Uh, okay. Yeah. And it's then definitely he, their fault. And then he's yelling at me, you guys are fucking cunts because I'm a victim. Like, all right, but piece this together, dude. Like, uh, Yeah, like, I wonder why people don't like you. Yeah, I wonder what your fucking deal is. Now, uh, legitimately, though, he is a very short man. If I see someone that short, I'll bully them. I'll boot so, them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll literally punt them. So yeah. here's the thing. Sure. We do bully the shit out of short people. That's true. Maybe he was just pushed to the edge. I think they became... deserve like a protected class. That's fair. Look how old he is. That man has been bullied for like forty years, forty-five yeah. years. He's like uh, he, he's the equivalent of like that 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 bullied kid at school where uh, you just kind of sh- shove him around, you pick him up, you put him in a trash can, and then finally just lash out. You know, and yeah, they yeah, just, yeah, yeah. They're just they're just perpetually gnashing their teeth. Get off of me! Get let me go! Yeah, yeah. They just become. 
And then they be, then I think they get addicted to it sometimes. Are we pro bullied? I'm trying to I'm trying to understand what our stance is at this moment. <laughs> well, like I I'm knew not. a kid. So for instance, I knew a kid at work once. Uh-huh. And this was in a work situation where we all lived in the same room. Uh, okay. And uh this is this in kid, the Coast Guard? It was, it was on a boat. It was on a boat. So okay. this kid okay. was a huge dweeb, which okay. is fine, right? It's sure. cool to be a dweeb now. It's legal, yeah. Yeah, but I was just saying, like, it's even cool. Okay. Like, being dorky is kind of cool now. But he, I think that he was bullied so much in high school or whatever that, like, I, we would try and approach him. Uh-huh. I'd try and approach him and be like, oh, yeah, that's kind of like, hey, tell me about that game you're playing or whatever. Yeah. And he would just try to piss me off. <laughs> like he's like, like you're oh, making you fun th- of me aren't you we'd be like oh you th- no, no no he'd be like oh you think you can understand this and i'm like oh. dude i'm like trying to extend a hand a olive branch here yeah. so that you don't feel ostracized and then i think that he's just been so attacked that he's just mean back to everyone it's yeah. sad it's a vicious cycle yeah. and maybe that's what bagel king is defensive yeah i mean i did see i thought it was kind of uh yeah, he's a piece of shit. I, oh yeah, and I, I don't. I, obviously, I'm, his, I'm not crying for him. Yeah, yeah, obviously his behavior. He's asking for it, but yeah, I would love for him to get actually brutally by a pack of. When I when I saw, <laughs> I would love that. Great. Uh, when I, I saw him the get fucking tackled by that dude, I, I just really I, I was like, the only reason why that guy feels so brave to tackle this guy is because he's so much bigger. Like. Like, and because yeah. everyone else in that shop hates the Bagel King. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. So it's a safe bet that you could pick on this guy. I don't know. For me, I just would have picked him up and carried him off. Yeah. <laughs> Put him in the trunk of my car. Taken him home. I would have fed him some yogurt, told him to calm down, you know. Put, put his collar on. Yeah, had him a Pepsi, chill out, you know. So the question here then is, does he qualify as an incel? Is this another incel-related terrorist attack? I, uh, I think I think so. I think so. I mean, he's definitely got all the trappings of an incel. He definitely he definitely probably smells like an incel. <laughs> Dude, I bet he puts on a bunch of cologne. Actually, yeah, he probably. And if we could get that scent and bottle it and sell Bagel King, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> smell like you've got a chip on your shoulder. Um, yeah, yeah, it's the Napoleon of. I I felt a little bit. I mean, there's definitely people who are born with like. Uh, I don't know, whatever the opposite is of a step up. Maybe a step down, you know? Uh, I guess that's the obvious answer. Uh, there's definitely born people with who a are... shit spoon in are, their mouth. Yeah, yeah, born with a, at a... I don't know that I would say being five foot two is a crazy disadvantage, you know? Um, sure. But I can definitely... I mean, that's just life. I don't know. Like, there's certainly tiers where you're going to have a, a, a lacking a competitive edge, unfortunately. You know, yeah, because people. Well, that's because people are racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or heightist or uh, or uh, you know. Well, here's the question. Here's the real question. Then, mm. would you rather be born five two? Mm-hmm. Technically, uh, how do I say this? Okay. Would you rather be born five two or be born as an actual little person? Because at least then it's like a <laughs> thing. Whereas with five two, you're just short and boring. I feel like. Unless you're Peter Dinklage, and you've True. got all that money and man. talent and handsomeness, you know? we man, we man, well, <sighs> and Vern Troyer and uh, yeah, okay, so all right, so unless you're unless you're one of the little people who's made it, you know, sure, uh, sure. versus I feel like if I was just normal five two, I'd be like I'd have my pick of the litter when it comes to. 
like little people. So I would think I would think just on there you're in a better year <laughs> Would you become the bagel king? I think I'd be a pig among <laughs> guinea pigs, you know? Like just uh I don't know. I I I don't know. I I saw him get tackled by like yeah. a big guy, and then he still was like, "So I got my ass kicked by a guy three foot my size." Like I don't know. It's like, what did you think was gonna happen? You know, it, it's kind of like whenever I see like a, whenever you see like a girl just like punching a guy, and she's like, "Fuck you, fuck you," and then he just uppercuts her one time, and everyone's like, "Ooh, that's uncool, bro." And I'm like, "Well, you know, what the fuck did you think was gonna happen?" You know, <laughs> like. Well, uh, regardless, I look forward to the day that we can have our first bagel president. Yeah. I It's going to be a good day in America. <laughs> let's bring him on. Let's bring him on. The let's uh let's not air this bit we've just done. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I thought he was funny. I like the I like that they put like the uh, giantess woman to interview him. And he's just oh, standing yeah, there yeah, just yeah. like Eye level with her fucking belly button. It was like, yeah, you see, people don't like me because I'm short. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. That's it's not that you're a raging, flaming yeah. asshole. I don't know. I'm just waiting until he drives a van into a group full of people. If he can reach the pedals. Yeah. If he can find a van with he's some gonna, bricks that he can <laughs> tie to his He's going to need to sit on a couple of phone books. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably, I bet you, I, I, I'm imagining him getting into a van and he can't see over the dashboard, so he ends up on accident killing 15 people. And when they like, like, what happened? He's like, it's because women don't fuck with you guys. Like, I did it on purpose. I won't take the blame for this. He's going to be like the guys that claim to be part of ISIS after the fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. like, you just killed 15 women. He's like, uh, oh. I meant to do that. I, uh... <laughs> well, the hopefully phone book he slipped. doesn't. Hopefully we can get him some bone extensions mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and have him playing in the the National Basketball Association in no time at all. I bet he'd be great at mini putt. He oh yeah, just, yeah. He's down there. He can see the cl- the curves. Yeah. He Not many people can see the green from like a horizontal perspective. Yeah. He can respect the uh, the the ball and the clubs. Those little things. That's peers. I mean, okay. I'm gonna be real clear with us right now. We are getting dangerously close to bullying this little guy, <laughs> dude. Fuck the Bagel King. You know, it's like it's like a <laughs> he sits on a throne of lies. Like all right? it, it's part of. It's like, not women's fault. Okay. it's his fault. Okay, okay. sure, sure. Um, but it's like uh, it's like it's like are we bullying a guy just because he's an asshole? Does does being an asshole justify people treating you like shit? I does it? Yes, because I've seen people it? come into the defense of Nazis. And that confuses the shit out of me. They're like, yeah, yeah you should be able to me. You should be able to punch Nazis and like, wow, guys, what a bunch of SJWs. I'm like, is is hating on Nazis a leftist take now? Like, the fuck are you talking about, you know? Okay, here's the problem with that. I think, and this is, now I'm leaving the realm of us joking on Bagel King and okay. getting into something a little more philosophical. I think that you have to be, uh, you have to have two minds when it comes to these things, uh-huh. right? You have to give people the benefit of a doubt to a certain point. Or no, it's not that. If you see something that is hurting other people, right, like, for instance, Nazis, then you should step in. But at the same time, you have to understand that the people that are being the Nazis are people just like you. Um, You know the Sufjan Stevens? You know the singer? Oh, here's the thing. Sure. Okay. Okay. He has a song called John Wayne Gacy Jr. Right. One of our favorite about, songs between you and me. Have you yeah. heard it? Yeah, I love John Wayne Gacy Jr. Yeah, so th- th- like that song's what I'm talking about. 
the way that song ends, even like he goes through all the horrific crimes uh-huh. of the serial killer, and then at the end he goes, and even like on my best behavior, I'm really just like him. Sure, right? Like that we have, we all have kids, you know, in the walls of houses. <laughs> yeah, in our own way. I don't know. I mean, certainly you and I are no paragons of virtue, but I I, I consider myself better than a Nazi. I do too, but I also need to understand that if I was born with their brain right. at their house, I would be them. Period. Uh, There's no way around it. Probably. There's a certain amount of. I don't of, understand that as a justification. You know, it's like, not. It's not. I'm yeah, not I'm a piece of is. shit because my dad was a piece of shit. If you understand that you are a piece of shit, then stop. Then make the effort to change. I have yeah. tried with every ounce of my being to stop calling people, uh, you know, faggot. Like that is every good, good. I'm every glad you're I, getting there. Well, my point is, is like, yeah, it's just like, it's just like when I grew up, it was that fine was just in high the school. Thing you called yeah. people, you know. I mean, yeah, even yeah, yeah, without yeah. any real ounce of homophobia or any hatred of gay people, I never cared about that. It just was a, it's just what you called people. Now it's like, yeah, I'm like, oh god, I just get cut off and try to like, ugh, <laughs> stop, Cole. You know, like I, I, I sense the urge. I stop it. You know, like I don't like it. It's bullshit that people would be like, "Yeah, I'm racist," but my, you know, I, my, my, I just that's just what my family was like. Well, you understand then that you're wrong. So fuck you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Show a modicum of self control, you stupid. Oh, I almost did it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, my, my, I guess my point is that I think I see the pinnacle of the way to treat these people as that black guy mm-hmm. that was winning over Klansmen. Remember right. that's you know that story, right? Yeah, he befriended them and showed them that he was. That's who we should seek to be. Just show people why they're wrong. You know, obviously, uh, most of the times, they just need to be shouted down. There's a lot of time when they need to be shouted down or punched, even. Uh huh. But I think in our individual lives, besides making publicly making Nazism, making racism, making anything like that, uh, MAGA hats, whatever, uh, besides trying to make people understand that they're bad. In your individual life, if you encounter people like that, I think it's important to try and help them understand or understand them. And I don't know. Yeah. Uh, uh, you saw I'm that video of that bit. guy, I think it was like in Portland, who was wearing like a Nazi armband and like Jesus. just picking a fight on the side of the street. And then like a black guy just comes and knocks him unconscious. Yeah, that's fine. And I was like, well, he'll, I was like, I doubt he woke up less racist. <laughs> 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 like, I don't know if beating them up necessarily is addressing the problem or solving anything. I'm, I'm pretty, no, you're absolutely right. It feels good. Though, he just went I'm back sure. on a storm front to talk about how his, uh, how his first amendment rights were being stifled by the, uh, liberal SJ black people. You know? Yeah. So, so no, knows? you're, I mean, the, yeah, strictly philosophically speaking, we should not be punching Nazis, but it just, I bet it, it kind of amazing. Yeah, yeah, I thought about going to like one of those anti-fa rallies just to pick a fight. Not not to, not to, not to, out of any real uh, philosophical being, just one of those guys. If I, if I can put a mask on and hit one person and then scurry, <laughs> scurry, <laughs> scurry like the rat piece of shit I am, just 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 throw a rock from a balcony into the crowd. I don't care who I hit, just just going for one of those, you know, that'd be just fun. Bring, but I don't dude, know. bring a couple of milkshakes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just uh, hit the guy with the guy fox mask. He's like, I'm on your side. I'm like, I don't know. I'm just. <laughs> That's not your, that's, you don't know that. Yeah. Uh, man. I feel like we should just keep talking about things like this because anything to put off uh, this, week's, this week's Bible reading. Oh, my God. I thought it was going to, like, pick up towards the end there because usually they have. But, I mean, at Suck least fest. at least it's moving on. 
Um, yeah, at, le- at least it's not going to exist for long. Just a little bit of recap, but whatever. Are we... <sighs> Do you, let's let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, let's just read the damn Bible. Ooh, that would be a good catchphrase. Yeah, we read the damn Bible. Um, so if you aren't aware, you're listening to Revelations podcast. Uh, we are on episode forty three now. Are we? And yeah, forty three. Oh, damn, I lose right? track. Yeah, I'm Grant DeVoist. I'm Kodaliski. And we're gonna read the Bible today so that you ain't gots to. And, and this welcome. is going to be, I think. Hopefully, the last episode. In oh, you don't have to hope. We're going to do it. Okay. Well, <laughs> Even if we just have to it. skip the last two chapters. <laughs> like, no, we we'll are say, And done then there was the chapter 34. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Well, what, uh, yeah, as we've alluded to, this is going to suck a little bit, right? But at least you're not having to read it. You're just having to listen to yeah, us talk about it, it, which is a little bit better, I think. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? Just barely. Uh, So we're starting off in chapter 29 this mm -hmm. week. Um, We had just left a couple chapters of really insane curses that were a lot of fun. So now it's time to stop having fun. Uh, Chapter 29 starts out, and we are once again, for some reason that I'm not able to determine, renewing the covenant. Um, Well, I guess technically it hadn't been done with this generation, right? The last time they did this was at the mountain. I think it's, uh, um, and we'll get into it, because uh, I'm pretty sure it happens. Is this the one where he, uh, yeah. I think it's important is that this is a new generation. He's reiterating the covenant, and then, as we'll see, setting down the rules where, where you're going to have to kind of keep going over it, you know. Yeah, um, making sure that basically, yeah, it, putting in place, like, a training program for young Israelites. Um that everyone's going to continue to remember what God did in uh, Egypt. Because let's remember, uh, as discussed the last time Moses saved, stopped God from killing all the Israelites, this is mostly about God getting his, uh, you know, looking in the mirror, basically, and flexing his muscles. Sure. So part of, the, part of what they're doing here is going back over the entire covenant, what it means, why they got to follow it. And, of course, that's going to turn into... Um, another session of what happens if you don't follow it because God is pretty obsessed with his laundry list of ailments he'll bring up on your house. Is you he don't. fair in that? Or is that a fair, like, is, no. is negative reinforcement the only one that works? Well, no. I mean, <laughs> obviously not, right? I guess. Like, I don't know. Like, do companies offer you benefits or do they offer you things that they won't do to you if you do show up to work? <laughs> I just feel like uh, I feel like it's more like the U.S. government or maybe any government really, where it's like, okay, here's the penalty for murder. What if I go my whole life without murdering anyone? That, I guess we'll do nothing. You know, it's not like it's like it's like it's like that award for like perfect attendance. Like, who gives a shit? But we will definitely suspend you if you skip school. Sure, but the government does also reward us for doing good things, right? We get tax breaks for donating our time and money to charity. We get. Uh... We get little perks for being good citizens. I feel like the perks are... Well, I'm not saying that there's not perks. I just feel like they're vastly outweighed by the potential punishments. You know, That's true. I, That's true. I, I mean, I'm sure, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, hey, you get a little tax perk. Here's this entire division of the United States government designed to punish you. Like, hey, all right. Yeah. yeah, but then again, if I disobey my parents, I don't get stoned. So I'm feeling okay <laughs> about the U.S. government right now. <laughs> I, I actually know from personal history that you do get stoned. Like, I don't... <laughs> 
that's how I disobeyed them. Was getting stoned, actually. <laughs> All right. So uh, Deuteronomy twenty nine, the covenant renewed in Moab. Um. So basically, Moses calls all of Israel before them, yada, yada, yada. You've seen God. You've seen what he does. you got to fucking remember the covenants. Um, Deuteronomy 29.6. Uh, Wait, slow down. I want to do verse 4 real quick. All right, just... Uh, okay. Or verse 5. Verse 5, actually. Um, so I think that they realized a plot hole when they were writing this. Okay. With verse 5. And they had to come back and add this verse. Mm-hmm. Because they realized, all right, we're telling everyone that our ancestors were wandering around in the desert for 40 years. But let's face it, they didn't have the implements for making clothes and making shoes. They're in a desert. Right. So they add this little verse in as a one-off. Yet the Lord says, During the 40 years that I led you through the wilderness, your clothes did not wear out, nor did your sandals on your feet. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember. That's never been mentioned, it's by the way. It's a very convenient, this... like, like, at no point was anyone like, honestly, that would be sort of... The real miracle. If That's I was like a bigger miracle than the quail. Yeah, the bigger miracle than the quail. If I was just walking around I'm like, you know, honestly, man, I've been wearing this robe for thirty years now and it looks the, like the day I bought it. And they're like, Fuck it, <laughs> yeah. God is great. Like the whole that like is weird. Like I can understand a flaming mountain. I can understand it. But you know what it's like it's like uh, it's like cheat codes in a video game where like I would just be debugging the shit out of it. I'm like, Okay guys, what if I stand in fire? Are my clothes still good? Like, like <laughs> Like, How far can we take this? I think we can glitch these clothes, you guys. Like, I think we can, let's get to you know. Uh, if All I, right, Billy, test Billy. You test cum stains. I'd be like, okay, guys. <laughs> the next time God comes after me, I want you to cover me in these bulletproof sandals we've got. You know, like, <laughs> dude. I wonder if you could build a God shield. Yeah, like you're like oh, oh, he's wearing. He's, maybe that's why it's so important that you're in the house of the unsandaled. You're like, God damn it! I only need. You, there's only one pair in the whole village, you know. Let's make this a graphic novel. Those are my sandals. It's all about. It's like a bunch of guys like covering themselves in sandals and then jumping onto like nails and stuff. Like these things are great. <laughs> they cannot be like, worn out. Fuck. Uh, like that needs to be the next Indiana Jones movie. It's like it's like fuck the Ark of the Covenant. It's like we got we fuck the Holy Grail. I'm looking for these badass sandals. If I can get one in my size, I'm good for life. They actually they still exist. The company's called Rainbow. <laughs> They're our sponsor this week. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. All right. So uh, you have not eaten bread, nor have you drunk wine or similar drink that you may know that I am your Lord. Is that just me? He was like, by the way, I forced you guys to be sober so that you would understand all my shit. Or was it just they didn't But they weren't. Yeah. They weren't sober, were they? Weren't the priests drinking wine all the time? I mean, they're constantly talking about giving wine and drinking the first fruits on the Feast of Weeks and stuff. Are you meaning to tell me that... You guys haven't been doing the Feast of Weeks for the last 40 years? Yeah, I don't get it. Maybe they did it without wine. Well, really, though, now that I think about it, how would they even make wine? I mean, they're wandering in a desert. Yeah, they're they not growing grapes. grapes. I mean, they're probably... It, they could have some old vintages. As I imagine this food. horde is moving across the desert, raping and plundering and pillaging. Sure. I'm sure they're like, fuck yeah, wine. You know, that's part of it, you know. Yeah, they're raping and pillaging and plundering, but what are they doing to people that aren't inside their own camp? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then he's like, oh, yeah, and then remember when I killed Hezbon? It's, it's just more God-flexing. Yeah. It's not – we're not uh, – I like that he's like, we took their land and gave it as an inheritance to the Reubenites, to the Gadites, and to half the tribe of Manasseh. I remember love the way they phrase that. <laughs> yeah, those are the guys that said, hey, God, can we have this land? 
Mm-hmm. And God said, yes, but you still have to go help the other Israelites take the promised land. I, and then you can come back. I get that it's like a different time. But is it? <laughs> <laughs> but I find it strange that they're just glorifying the idea of taking people's land by force and then just giving it as an inheritance. Like this isn't even the the, the whole Reuben, Gad and Manasseh thing is strange cuz that's not the land that God promised Jacob, Abraham and Isaac. It's they they've got no claim to it even by God's rules. They just asked God, "Hey, I know we killed these guys on the way here, but can we have their land?" He was like, "I don't see why not." You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, uh, I, yeah, I guess that that was just a uh, a little God bonus for being God. <laughs> I just I, I just imagine they're like uh, walking through like an amusement park and they see a kid eating a cotton candy. And like, but and he's like, "Don't worry, guys, I got you cotton candy in the store." They're like, well, that kid has cotton candy too. He's like, "Well, fuck it, let's take his too. Let's just take yeah. his too." I know I got a blessing for all you guys, but why not just fuck those guys too? To perfect the the analogy here, though, God would have to say, "Yeah, you can have their cotton candy. You still have to help us shoot up the cotton candy store." <laughs> But you can have that one too. Yeah, yeah, that was the plan. But we can also do it. So that, I just find it strange that like of the like those three tribes and oh, that, those two tribes and half tribes just get some extra land on the side. God's like, yeah, why not? We we went to the trouble of killing them on the way. You know, might as well just take their fucking land. Sure, I would. Cool. Um, um, and then it just goes into the basically following the rules of the covenant, um, talking about their past: Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Um, down in 16, I thought it was kind of interesting because first uh, 16, he's talking about, remember all the people that you passed through? You know, they were worshiping detestable images of wood and stone of silver and gold, which is funny because that's also what the Israelites were doing. But uh, yeah, but they're and I think I think the reason that they're so that God's trying to make it detestable here or that rather the writer is trying to make it detestable is because it is their past. That is what they did as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they used to have all these these like. Which, which verse are you on? Oh, uh, 17, 17. Well, because think about it. Um, who was it that was Jacob's father-in-law when he had to go get... Laban. Yeah, Laban. Laban. No, that's Abraham's. No, no, that's Laban. Okay. Abraham. Gotcha. Uh, Laban is Abraham's brother. So when Jacob goes to get Rachel Laban. and Leah and all the other wives and stuff, remember how they had the... Um, oh, what were those They things? had all those these... Shaved heads things, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terrifies. And they were from the same... And they're from the same culture, right? They're from the same faith. Mm-hmm. Um, so clearly, the pre-Abrahamic Israelites, who were also worshiping the same God, did have these uh, physical wood, stone, gold, silver, what have you, uh, you know, implements. Well, one, those would be super common then and even kind of later, you know. Like we start yeah, talking about like, I mean, um, temples and statues and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're just as into it. They just act like they're not now. Like they're they grew out of it. It's an old toy. Um, and then again about like the purity of your nation. You know, like don't let any man or woman whose heart has turned away God be in the same nation as you, lest they turn you to bitterness. Or you know, just an argument against atheists and pagans and stuff. You got to get rid. You got to clear them from the camp. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's a, <clears throat> it's a little rude. But then he also says bring in the foreigners. So it's kind of like. I don't even know what to do. Uh, an interesting quote, uh, twenty nine nineteen, and so it may not happen when he hears the word of this curse that he blesses himself in the heart, saying, "I shall have peace, even though I follow the dictates of my heart," as though a drunkard could be included with the sober. Um, 
I felt like it's not in my uh, concordance, but I felt like it was like the kind of people he's basically shitting on the kind of people that are like, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm getting to heaven, even though like I'm, American Christians. Yeah, yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll get in there too, even though I'm a piece of shit and do whatever the fuck I want. You know, yes, I'm. Yes, I'm wealthy and I hoard money and I treat people like shit and violate the commandments every day. But I mean, God knows my heart. He knows. <laughs> he knows. He knows me as a person. He's gonna let me get into heaven, even though I do whatever the fuck I want. Um, yeah, that's a that's a pretty common mentality. But you know what's funny is also just as common as preaching against that. Um, it's a constant battle with these damn parishioners. Well, one thing that um, this was this was a conversation I had a long time ago was uh, gay Christians. Uh, that I've met because I was like, um, like I was like, well, why are you? I, I met a gay Christian who was fiercely arguing against changing a water tower in her town because it had okay. a big ass cross on. It. I know we've talked about it in the past. But it had a big ass cross yeah. on it. They got sued by the ACLU. They had to take the cross down, and the girl was just angry, like, "Oh, the fucking ACLU wants to take away our cross. It's a good Christian symbol." Blah, blah. I was like, "But you're gay. Like, they hate." Yeah, the ACLU me. did a lot for you. The buddy. ACLU did it for you. You're the you're you're basically advocating for people who want you put to death. She's like, yeah, and I was like, I was like, do you think? And I was, I was like, I was like, as argument, I was like, I don't even get it. Like, do you think you're getting in heaven? And she was like, well, I just hope that when I get to heaven, God sees my heart and knows that I get it. I was like, I, listen, I'm atheist. I got no dog in this fight, but you're not getting in. <laughs> <laughs> By your own rules, you will not get in. Like, I don't get, I don't get your fucking point at all. Like, I don't get. Yeah. What you're, I don't know. I don't know what you think is going to happen, but yeah, liberal Christianity again is is to me almost worse. Yeah, it's than like it's a crazy. strange one. I was like, okay, yeah. But it, it says right here, you know, um, you may think you're not going to get cursed because you bless yourself in the heart and say, "Don't worry, even though I do what I feel like, I shall have peace." Nah, as though the drunkard could be included with the sober. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, fuck. It's funny because mine doesn't use that analogy. Mine says uh, instead. Um, they will bring disaster on the watered land as well as the dry. Huh. Uh, interesting that they took that chase. Uh, and again, to, to, to liberal Christians, here we go. 2920, the Lord would not spare him, for then the anger of the Lord and his jealousy would burn against that man, and every curse that is written in the book would settle on him, and the Lord would blot out his name from under heaven. So basically, this is the worst thing you can do. Yeah, the worst thing is like, yeah, I don't follow any of God's rules, but I, I mean, I, I believe in him. I understand it. I he got loves it. We're, me. We're friends. He, I, I trust he's got my back. Fuck no, bro. He's going to fucking bring all the curses that are in the book. That is the definition of a toxic relationship. And if I had to, like, if I had to weigh blessings and curses, like with bags of sand, every time I saw one of the Bible, it'd be like Indiana Jones trying to swap out the statue. It's not a fucking perfect match. <laughs> This is this is the girl that's like, oh, but, you know, sure, he beats me all the time, and, like, I don't really do what he says, but it's going to be fine. Yeah. And it's like, yo, he, he makes you use your three-year-old son as a, a drug mule. I don't know if, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you should stay Once I him. get married to him, he'll calm down. Um, <laughs> so that's that's that. Um, uh, the rest – I didn't have a lot of notes in this chapter. It's kind of boring. Um, uh, oh, well, I, I think th- it's interesting uh, – 2921 starts an interesting concept, so I, we do have to get into it, I think. Sure, go ahead. But basically, here's where he dictates that the tribes of Israel must write down a book of law, which is sort of, I think we're reading it right now. This is Deuteronomy. Correct. It's like, this is, yeah, yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. this is why Moses is called Moses the Lawbringer. It's part of the laws he talks about and why he's 
dictating from God, but it's that he specifically wrote it down and here's where it sort of dictates and then kind of does some prophecy on it. So it states the importance that, okay, you must have written codified laws so that the children will know what the fuck's coming and that they have something to follow lest they become like Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah, and that whenever they see horrible things happening to them, they'll know why. Mm -hmm. They'll know what the Lord is doing. And uh, when we get to Moses' song, it also sort of reiterates this sort of idea. Jesus, I'm not looking. <laughs> no, fuck. Um, <laughs> more about God being angry. You know, you're going to follow it unless you find out what I did to Sodom and Gomorrah, all the enemies, what I did to Egypt. Fuck you guys. Um, and then the end of 29, um, you know, God's like, oh, yeah, I killed a bunch of people. Uh, 29, 29. The secret things belong to the Lord our God. But those things which are revealed belong to us, to our children forever, that we may do all the words of this law. What is how does your book translate that last verse there? Um, the things revealed belong to us and to all our children forever, that we may follow all the words of the law. Yeah, the same as yours. Oh. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> my Bible's do you concordance. Have a, does your concordance say something? Yeah, my Bible's concordance says the words of this law are revealed to God's people direction, but the future a.k.a. the secret things, is God's alone. Uh, God does not give people unlimited knowledge, but rather the privilege of knowing him without even understanding the secret things. So like, even though you don't know the future and can't know what to hold, he gives you these laws so you can kind of like, I guess, base your life on it and hope the future's going to be good. I don't really fucking get it, but that's kind of what my I concordance like, is interpreting it as. I like what my concordance says. This verse has no apparent connection with the thread of discourse. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, great. Okay. Great starting So our Bibles point. went completely it, different directions? It, it is thought to have been said in an answer to the looks of astonishment or the words of inquiry as to whether they would be ever so wicked as to deserve such punishments. Mm. Uh, so trust it's me, like, you, you Jews are going to get it. Like, <laughs> oh, you're going to get it. Like, I, I, I love uh, to imagine like, the Jews are like, yeah, he's killed about, I don't know, 50, 80,000 of us, somewhere in that number this whole time, and he loves murderers, and the entire generation got cursed, but... There's no way these other curses are going to happen. You guys. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. too crazy, you know? Like, yes, he beats me and stabs me, but he never hurt my kid. Great. Insert the uh, smiling Daenerys JPEG. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course uh, not. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, that's uh, the only other thing in 29, uh, a little bit earlier up there, it mentions that uh, they went off and worshipped other gods and bowed down to them. Gods they did not know, gods he had not given them. It's interesting that they're using gods plural here. And we're gonna, uh, in our Deuteronomy recap, which I think will also kind of be a first five books of the Bible Pretty recap. Pretty much, yeah. I'll dig a little bit more into that. I have some good Google stuff, but I don't want to get on. I don't want to get into it right now. Sure. So be looking forward to that, audience, in our recap episode. Um, chapter thirty. All right, let's get this over with. Uh, what is your Bible title? This prosperity after turning to the lord so as usual there's an itty bitty section here it's about the good the good things that happen whenever you do listen to god yeah a very um, little bit but um it's cute yeah there's not there's not too much going on here it's basically yeah if you obey me good things will happen uh i like in verse four how it talks about hey even after you've been banished to the most distant land um, still God will gather you and bring you back to Israel, your promised land, which again, I think this is what a lot of Zionists point to Christians and Jews alike point to this as like, see, they were spread out all over the Holocaust happened because of their whatever. And then they all got, they all got brought back. Like, just like the Bible says, which while I don't take that as 
anything more than coincidence. And in fact, the the uh, well, it might be life it, imitating art, you know. Well, that, yeah, that is what it is. It's because there was a lot of British Zionists who are Christians that want the apocalypse to happen, but that know <laughs> the Jews have to be in Israel. So, like, it's it's a self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. It's still kind of just like, huh, oh yeah. Well, well, we got to take these people and put them somewhere. How about the place that uh, they all want to go anyway, and it's really they have to go there. Yeah, how about that? I mean, we only have to displace a bunch of, like, uh, brown people, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We don't care about them, clearly. And into this very day, we still don't. <laughs> uh, uh, basically, the Lord will God will put curse on your enemies. He'll take care of you. The fruit of your lifestyle will be good if you follow God's laws and all his commandments in the book of law, then... And if you turn to the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. Blah, blah, blah. Right. We've heard it all. Yeah. We've heard this all. Yeah. Um, starting at uh, verse 11, my Bible now calls this section the offer of life or death. Mm-hmm. And again, it's the same shit. Like, we've just been going over curses and blessings and curses and blessings. Mostly curses. But you get down to verse 17. But if you turn hearts away, uh, turn away and are not obedient, and if you're drawn away to bow down to other gods... I'm going to destroy you and blah, blah, blah. It's the same shit, right? More I, I think it. I think it's an interesting series of verses. So that's, a, you know, 11 through 20, basically. Yeah. Uh, it kind of comes down to the concept of free will, which God plays pretty fast and loose with, as we've seen. Oh, yeah. But it kind of is like, well, if God hates evil so much and he um, uh, hates the sins we do, why did he give us the ability to do it? And everyone's like, well, he wants to give us a choice. Adam and Eve had a choice. You know, fucking Jacob had a choice. Everyone has a fucking choice. And well, not Pharaoh, but Yeah, sure. not Pharaoh. I didn't include Pharaoh. Pharaoh didn't get a choice. Any of these enemies didn't get a choice. People with uncircumcised dicks, they don't get a choice. <laughs> but, Lucky you know, me. you guys do, you know, so that's cool. Um, anything else out of chapter oh, 30? It's really it, short. Yeah. Um, so basically, yeah, if you do the right things, you get life. If you do the wrong things, you get death. But we knew that because... That's all we've been saying in Deuteronomy over and over again. So then Deuteronomy 31, I feel like finally, fi- I mean, I, don't get your hopes up. It's it's not like we're really moving on that much. We're not going to in Deuteronomy. It's kind of just a little end cap here. But it's at least narrative progression, yeah. if nothing else, So instead of just the same threats over and over again. I don't know why. It, it seems interesting that in Numbers they had all this bullshit about the ceremony where Moses elects Joshua as the leader. And then, again, yeah. at the end of Deuteronomy, we have the exact same shit, essentially from a different perspective. But uh, I'm sure Moses wrote all this, same as he was, same as he always, you know, what the fuck. Um, of course. But, again, in the third person, Moses went and spoke to all the all these words to Israel. So, basically, he's like, okay, that's all the laws that uh, Moses has for you guys. You guys got to write this shit down. Um and again, we have kind of, I don't know if you're in a numerology, I mean, uh, unless you're an insane person, but... Um, Hell yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, as we, if we recall, Aaron was 120 years old when he died. Correct. Um, I wonder if it's significant because Ishmael was 175. I think Abraham was like 180 or 175, somewhere in that range. So it's just kind of, again, kind of, this is sort of the age you die. Um, well, they're bringing the ages of life down from mythical mm-hmm. to modern. 120, those is a good clip. Uh, we haven't heard about his wives dying. I guess they don't matter. But uh, Moses comes down. He says, okay, I'm 120 years old today. Uh, it doesn't really fucking matter how old I am because God already said I can't go into Canaan. So it doesn't fucking matter. You know, I, sure, I can live sure. to be 300 years. I ain't getting in. Um, the Lord your God is crossing over with you. And we have elected Joshua 
to be your leader now, you know? Yes. Yes. And uh, so he basically has Moses introduce Joshua to the people as their new leader. Right. Again, um, God is going to do to the people you're encountering, as he did to Sihon and Og, the king of the Amorites and all those other guys that he fucking killed. Um, and God's just going to give you all that good shit, which is great. Uh, don't be afraid of these people that are coming in you, blah, 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 blah. We've seen this before. Yeah. And Joshua is basically going to be their general. So it makes sense that they would sort of put together him taking over with these like these like uh, st- tales of conquest yeah. that are going to happen. Just in summary, Joshua is the new big daddy. Everyone Correct. Right. And everyone knows it. So there's no succession problems, right? You got to have that. Right. You, right. you got to put your hands on people. Make sure their yeah. dick's cut. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right before you uh, next up, it talks a little bit about um, a new uh, a new basically um, ritual they're going to bring in. Which is every seven years during the, uh, which feast is it? The Feast of uh, Tabernacle. Tabernacles? Yeah. Festival of Tabernacles. They're, uh, they're to read all of the law to the people. So every seven years, we're going to sit down and read. I don't know what, I'm not even sure what exactly constitutes the law from what we've read. I think it's all we've read. I mean, my interpretation is it's it's all we've read. So yeah. I don't, I think there's the 10. Maybe com- just the stuff since Mount Horeb. I'm not even sure. I, I, it's one of those things that we come down to where. It's kind of weird that people will be like, oh, well, gays is like one of the worst sin you can do, and that's one of the laws God really cares about. And then these other laws no one cares about, and then you're like, well, the, and the Ten Commandments, who gives a shit? You know, <laughs> like, really, we yeah, just hate yeah, gays. Yeah, yeah. But uh, all the other laws are kind of just goofy. But I don't think the Bible, from my reading of it, really sort of states any hierarchy of these laws. Sure. These are all the laws you follow. You follow the commandments... And all the laws that I've given you. Well, there is some hierarchy. For instance, if you're a woman and it, are found not to have been a virgin when you got married, you get stoned to death. Whereas if you're a man and you rape a woman, you have to marry. Yeah, you have to so there's definitely shots. a hierarchy. <laughs> well, I think I just don't know that they're necessarily sins. Like, I don't think to God they're any different. I think there's just sort of a, well, I guess, I guess that kind of does imply that to God they're different. Yeah. But. There's definitely different levels of punishment, and uh, I guess maybe I mean there was different ways that God, there was different levels of punishment God doled out Himself to the people. I just think know? there's a difference between like the laws that God's given that human beings have to sort of enact punishment on, versus like the laws that like sins that God's going to punish you when He finds you, you know, when He gets sure you, you that know? brings snakes to you or whatever. Right, right, right. Do right. you know what though? I just thought about this is a really weird side thing, but because I mentioned the rape situation. Mm-hmm. If a man rapes a virgin and has to marry her on their wedding day, sure. you know that she's not going to bleed right? because he already raped her. Right. So does he get to kill her because huh. she wasn't a virgin? Well, I guess huh. because he can't divorce her. And the killing them because they're not a virgin is specifically if you can't divorce them. So I guess that's it. Yeah. That's probably why. <laughs> He's like, that's Don't the loophole. You rape them. You pay the 50 bucks. You marry them, and then you accuse them of not being a virgin. She's just like, "I what? You guys?" <laughs> and the judges are all like, and "That's you get to true." Kill this whore. She's like, "You were there when you made him marry me." <laughs> Dude, what kind of numbers do you think the like most predatory of predators put like up? They rapist. could have just worked their ways yeah. through a dozen wives a, a year. <laughs> if, he's, a if he can afford it, <laughs> true. Yeah, it's fifty shekels. Yeah, that but that ain't nothing. You can like, but once you marry her, don't you get like? All of her belongings. You just sell that stuff. 
Use that to pay. That's true. Okay. So you just got to try to rate people who are wearing jewelry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect. I'm perfect. glad we covered okay. that. Jesus. Good, good, good. good. Uh, so the law has to be read every seven years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's part of it. Uh, um, I like 3114. Are we ready for that? Or Yeah. So God throws out a little uh, prediction. Do you want to do it? Uh, well, I don't even know if it's a prediction. It's a prediction, yeah. But basically, it, it kind of just spits in the face of all of this, or I don't even know how I would phrase it. But basically, God's like, okay, uh, the days are coming soon, Moses, where you're going to die. Joshua's going to be in charge. You guys are going to go in and blah, blah, blah. But everyone, this entire nation, is going to fuck up. They're going to play the harlot. They're going to be bags of shit. You can say all the laws you want, but it ain't going to fucking matter. These people are shit. And then my anger is going to rise up and the people will come boner. and say, you know, why is God doing this? And he's going to be like, it's fucking law. I done told you. Like, are you guys, you guys are as dumb as you are forgetful, as dumb as you are evil. It's weird, too, because this chapter was on a good clip. It was like, all right, here's let's talk about the future. Joshua, you're going to succeed Moses. All right, set that up. All right, you guys are going to read my law. Every seven years. And then it's like, oh, yeah, by the way, you're going to fuck up anyway. And I'm going to have to kill you. You're going to reject me. I'm going to crush you. It's going to be horrible. There's going to be weeping. Like, it, it just, we couldn't get fucking 20 verses without having to go back to the old fire and I'm just imagining, because it's basically like Moses is on his deathbed. You know, this is his last work. This is his last act. For the last, yeah. uh, what, it's got to be like 80 years. All he's done is try to protect and lead the Jews. And he's like, he's yeah. like, did I do good? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You told all those laws I told you. You remember the whole commandments thing you did it, but hey, it doesn't matter because uh, these people do not listen and I will kill everyone. So I'm like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> all for naught, my friend. Yeah. Although in, in God's defense, he does bring it. It's like a wave, you know, mm. you're going up and down. So they will come back, but they're going to at least forsake him at some point. Um. Yeah, so and surprise, surprise. Thirty one twenty four. So it was when Moses had completed writing the words of this law in a book when they were fishing that Moses commanded the Levites who bore the Ark of the Covenant, saying, "Okay, take these laws, uh, put it with the covenant to God that it may be witnessed for you guys." But I know you're gonna rebel. I know you guys are stubborn, dumb, and stupid, and fucking evil, and pieces of shit. And I hate every last one of you. Um, yeah. And then this is Elizabeth. If today, while I am yet alive with you, you have been rebellious against the Lord, then how much more after my death? This is just, he's the best, uh, he's the best motivator. It's like, it's like when you're a boss and even when you're on the clock watching them, they're just fucking goofing off and like taking all the safety. (laughs) Like they're just taking the fire extinguisher and throwing out of a window. And you're like, God damn it, guys. If you're doing that while I'm watching you, what happens when I'm not here? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not going to be pretty. But I mean, again... Moses Moses sat there and got to see God treat the people cruelly and even had to fight against God to save them. So, I don't know. He has to be thinking, sure, God's telling me they're going to mess up. But, I mean, how bad are they really going to mess up? And does God just want to kill people again? Like, what's actually happening here? I mean... Uh, he I, hasn't exactly been fair. Do you think God just gets bored? Like, oh, yeah. he's like he's like he's like he's like making infrastructure and laws it's all fun and games but sometimes i got to let some steam off you know especially since when you consider that every time you hear thunder it's god bowling and it's always thundering somewhere and bowling is fucking boring so yeah i think he's bored <laughs> and you only drink when you're bowling so, <laughs> so he's always drunk yeah, and bored yeah, all right that makes sense okay i think, we've, I think we got to the bottom of it 
Uh, and now for for the piece de resistance. All right, so yeah, uh, Deuteronomy <laughs> thirty one twenty nine. For I know that after my death you will become utterly corrupt and turn aside from the way which I have commanded you, and evil will befall you in the latter days because you will provoke God, and you will provoke His anger through the work of your hands. So it's just like, all right, cool, peace out. I mean, it's great, a great little number to just dance on, you know? Hell yeah. Uh, I love it. Um, and then Moses says, now, speaking of all that, let me sing you a song. <laughs> <laughs> um, so chapter 32 is literally just a song, a long, long song. And we're not going to get into it. Just God is great. If you've been in through any bullshit Baptist or Methodist uh, fucking, I don't even know if the Catholics do it. But if you've, we'll if you've been, let's bang out a couple, bullshit choir Let's bang out a couple of the high points. Yeah, you, you kind of get um, just... I was thinking that we could re- remind, we could rewrite some of it even. <laughs> so it's like, let my teachings fall like rain and my words descend like dew, like showers on new grass, like abundant rain on tender plains, like hot cum into a foul sock. Okay, great. Like I could yeah, just, okay. I could, didn't know where you're going with could, this, but I should have guessed. <laughs> um. And then he calls God the rock, uh, which I think is because God likes being thrown at center. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it is kind of interesting. He is the rock. His work is perfect for all his ways are justice. A God of truth and without injustice, righteous and upright is he. Um, okay. But uh, yeah, great. Uh, and it's going to keep calling him the rock. Like it's a, like it's like it's a new nickname they're trying out. Um, and then if you can smell what he's cooking, yeah. it's his people. Uh, and then in contrast, <laughs> the next couple of verses is and the people of Israel they have corrupted themselves they are not his children because of their perverse and crooked generation you know he kills the foolish and the unwise blah 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 has he not made you and established you you know blah blah um uh, is there any other verses you really want to get into uh oh wait i do actually have a couple uh well starting at verse 7 is probably the worst verse in the whole thing right, do it he says remember the days of old consider the generations ask your fathers and they will tell you your elders and they will explain to you. It's just like, uh, okay, what? Why did we have to? What are we doing here? Yeah, is my, um, is my question. Something interesting is, uh, and I, I, I to sum it up, it's just sort of like, hey, remember God's wills. He's so great. You're so shit. He's good. You're bad. When you're bad, he'll punish you. If you're good, he'll give you some blessings. Probably. Um, everyone around you is shit. God is salvation. We've all heard this before. There's no real reason to get into it. Um, but we'll talk about maybe the significance of the fact that it is a song. Uh, something yeah. interesting is Deuteronomy 32, 15. But Jeshurun grew fat and kicked. You grew fat. You grew thick. You are obese. Very fat phobic. Then he forsook God who made him. Uh, Jeshurun in Hebrew means the upright one. And is, uh, according to my Bible... He's using it as a joke that he's like, he's calling them like, you guys are the upright ones, right? Like as a, it's like when you call a, 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 a short guy, big man, you know? Like, Ooh, I didn't realize that. I did see that it meant upright one, but damn. Yeah. That, throwing shade with it. Throwing shade. You, you, you perfect. Cause I guess in the context, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense that here he is saying how bad they but are. Don't worry. My upright. upright, perfect son, uh, who gets fat and shitty and forsakes me every last day of the week, you know? And I'll also point out that uh, he spends almost no time talking about how good they are. But once we get to verse 15, there's 20 straight verses of, of how much he hates poetry them. singing that's all curses. For a fire is kindled in my anger and shall burn to the lowest hell. Huh. Sheol. 
Here's the thing. Sheol. Yeah, it was like the first time I ever I heard the gonna, word hell in the Bible. Yeah, it's it's actually Sheol, which is like their place of the dead. Hmm. It's like it's kind of like the Greek uh, place of the dead, like Hades. Oh, it's just like everyone a, goes there. There's not like a heaven and hell. Like just a place to hang out. The dead place. Because we've had, uh, we had. Oh God, is it? A, we'll have to come into it. There's one guy that already went with God without dying. It's in Genesis. It, it's one of the first. Oh yeah. It's, no, oh yeah. I think yeah. it's a Enoch or Elijah. Somebody. Elijah does later on. Okay, so that I think didn't it's Enoch. Yet, I think it's Enoch. Um, one but, of the um, descendants of Seth. What? It's interesting no because reason. it doesn't explain it, but <laughs> I, I think this shows a cultural difference between modern Christians and Israelites back when this was written, whenever that was. Obviously, not during Moses's time, but sure, whenever they wrote it, is that they don't have the obsession with the afterlife that we have, right? Like they're like, oh yeah, and then you'll go to the dead place. You know, it's not it's not like this thing where it's like, oh, you, are I going to go to heaven? Am I going to go to hell? Um, it's a very modern thing. I think that is kind of interesting. Is that Thus far, God's argument for the covenant, for the commandments, for following his laws, are so you have a good life here on earth. Yeah, so you don't get killed. So, so I don't murder you. Don't get you. Stoned. Like, the whole point is to follow the covenant and the commandments so that before you die, you have a good time. Because once you die, you're just going to, like, some holding zone, you know? And then the New Testament is all about forsake your earthly life so that you can have Eternal afterlife rewards. It's very bizarre. It, it again for someone to say that this is the same God is insane. It's kind of like this is not the same dude. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it really is a different focus. Which I mean, I can understand. Like like uh, like you're working the field, some guys just like hitting you and stuff, and you're like, don't worry. At least we get into heaven someday. People are like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're getting hit right now. <laughs> <laughs> kill him. Yeah, stop. Unless he gets to the sanctuary yeah, city. Like, it, just, it seems like a weird concept, the idea of, um, but certainly they don't have the same. It, it's interesting that God's, all these laws and focus are so that you have a good life. And at this yeah. point, he doesn't seem to give two shits what happens after you die. Oh, no, it's almost not mentioned at all. Uh, we the rest of the starting on like twenty three is what he's gonna do to your enemies or is these to the Jews? I didn't even really it doesn't really give much context. At some point, well, I think starting at thirty six, it says the Lord will vindicate his people, okay, and relent concerning his servants when he sees their strength is gone. So basically, he does twenty verses of here's how I'm gonna fuck you guys up, and then he goes, all right, and then once you're on your last leg, <laughs> once you're basically dead. I'll fuck up the other when people. When he sees that, that their power is God, then he will. You know? Yeah, yeah. So he's like, once I've completely drained you of everything you love, then I'll be cool with you again and I'll kill your enemies. And he says things like in verse 42 I will make my arrows drunk with blood while my sword devours flesh. Hell yeah. Yeah, with, that's what I'm talking with about. With the blood of the slain and the captives from the head of the leaders of the enemy. <laughs> like, cool. You like murdering captives. Huh. I was watching that Navy SEAL trial. That's the defense he should have been. I'm like, guys, that's, I just do it just as God did. It's in the Bible. But it does seem interesting that God is sort of, and we've seen this before in Egypt, that God's like, okay, don't worry. After I've drained every last blood of you and you're on death's door, that's when I'll show up like I'm a, some kind of fucking hero. He's not one for preventative maintenance. He's one for, like, the miracle saves. Yeah, he's yeah, he's yeah. a Hail Mary God, not a strong defense God. For sure, for sure. Wait until we're on our last leg. Uh, so then Moses takes Joshua and he speaks this fucking song. Well, here's my question with what you're talking about. Mm. I want to know, is this where we finally break the fourth wall and we're looking at 
all of the Pentateuch. So it says at verse 44, Moses came with Joshua, son of Nun, and spoke all the words of this song in the, into the hearing of the people, recited all the verses. Oh, no. I guess when I read this the first time, I took it as him reading everything. No, I... So I guess it's just the song. So the, what my Bible sort of describes this is that basically Moses is like, okay, I finished my rules. I, I think it's just continuing the narrative. Is that he gets Joshua, yeah. he sings the song, and he's like, okay, remember the song. Now, I, I was only kind of barely into it. But something I noticed when I did Passover with that uh, Jewish family was that there's a lot of fucking singing um, oh. passed on from generation. They got these old songs they always sing all the time. So I think it's a cultural thing as well. But my Bible basically states that, okay, so there's all these laws. There's all these written things down, blah, blah, blah. There's all these things codified. Every seven years you're going to go over the laws. There's covenants written down, blah, 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 blah. But that, you know, but how do you reach the kids? You got to do it with a catchy fucking song, you know? that the reason why Moses codifies his entire argument is his song is so that as these people grow older and as they forget about God, they're going to be like, well, we do have that song that we're humming in the background. You know, like, the fuck was that about? You know, treat your mother so, right. <laughs> so he, he's basically the Newsboys. Yeah, okay, okay good. Yeah, you know. Exciting. Do you even know the Newsboys? Fuck no. Wow, you're missing out. <laughs> that was Pete Christian Rock, my brother. Okay. Uh, okay. So then... Uh, Moses is ready to die, right? He's going to die on the top of Mount Nebo, um, which sounds cool. It's across from Jericho, Very cool. which is going to be a big place in the uh, next book. And he goes up on the mountain, and the idea is that he'll be able to look down and see the land from a distance, but he can't set foot in I, it. But we already know I love that. that. Right? So God comes down. So Moses finishes his tasks. He says, okay, Joshua's in charge. Here's my fucking song. Peace. And then he basically makes like a Frodo. Or not for, but yeah. Bilbo, when he puts on the ring, he's like, I'm out of here, dicks, and he just leaves. <laughs> um, as he climbs the mountain to die, God comes down to Moses. He's like, okay, go up to the mountain of uh, Abraham, Mount Nebo, blah, blah, blah. You know where it's at. And die on the mountain which you ascend and be gathered to your people, just as Aaron, your brother, died on Mount Hor and was gathered to his people. Uh, and because God can't just let a dead dog die or lie... Uh, because you trespassed against me among the children of Israel at the waters of Meribah Kadesh in the wilderness of Zin, you didn't hallow me. Uh, you shall see the land, but you shall not go into it. Like, thanks. So basically, that's the note basically, I want to leave This is because on. you punched a rock. Yeah. This is this is why. I, I didn't want you to go and die on a good note. I just want to let you know one last little backhanded jab there. Um, All right, Pottingans, hang in there. Now it's time for chapter thirty-three, which is basically a list of Moses's blessings to each individual tribe with the exception of one of them. <laughs> yeah, we'll get, we'll get into it. So, well, I don't even think we need to get into it. Um, uh, basically he's like uh Reuben live and not die. Cool. Yeah. Let's, well, let's, let's crack that open. Real okay. quick. First off, all he says to Reuben as his blessing, he says, let Reuben live and not die. That's his blessing. <laughs> right. The, these other ones, there's like poetry and, uh, and, and to Reuben, the firstborn, uh, Keep on keeping oh, on, God. bro. <laughs> Keep um, on trucking. Sp- spoiler alert here for those that w- don't want to hear it, but Reuben is the first tribe, I think, to disappear. <laughs> ironically. Yeah. Um, also, there's speculation that when it says, let Reuben live and not die, nor his people be few. Uh, nor could also be interpreted to mean but let or but let. Um, I see. So but let his people be few. And there's also speculation that his isn't referring to Reuben, but instead to Simeon. Mm. Because Simeon is not mentioned yeah, otherwise. Yeah, we'll get into the, the Simeon thing. But um, 
Judah, the voice of Judah, let his hands be sufficient for him, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, basically let him be There's a There's a big long defender. one for Levi, surprisingly, <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, Levi is the yeah. the, the, the good good. Yeah. Uh, so Levi, he's got this big long thing, let you have the laws, you guys will be handling the sacrifice, you know, uh, blah, 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 you're going to be the you're blessing, very special. blah, blah. Benjamin, coincidentally, this is Moses' people. Yeah, so. coincidentally. Uh, what a surprise. Benjamin, God loves him for no reason. I, they're very, Benjamin is the least mentioned tribe, I think. Besides Reuben. Oh, oh, I guess you mean in the Bible. In the like Bible early. in general, you know. Sure, sure. But he's lo- he's beloved, right? He's of uh, Rachel. Sure, for some reason. Um, next is Joseph, who gets a lot of stuff. You know, you're a prince among your brothers because he was um, literally a prince. His glory is like a firstborn bull. Nice, actually. That's he shall cool. push the peoples to the ends of the earth. Great. Hmm. Um, hmm. There are tens of thousands of Ephraim. There are thousands of Manasseh. I don't know. Okay. Oh, that's his two sons. Yes, since they're yeah, sp- yeah. technically they're their own tribes now. Right. Uh, Z- uh, Ze- Zebulon gets some nice stuff. Rejoice, Zebulon, in your going out, and Issachar in your tent. So Issachar gets one half of a verse. <laughs> well, they're saying that... Um, Zebulon, the, my my concordance says that Zebulon is going to be like a sea trader that goes out and about, whereas Issachar is going to set up like port towns and stay in port, but on the seaside. Mm. I don't know why. Trade with like Phoenicians and stuff, which sounds fun. Uh, blessed is Never he who enlarges Gad. He dwells as a lion. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, he administered the justice of the Lord and his judgment with Israel. Uh, Dan, Dan is a lion's whelp. He shall leap from Bashan. Okay. <laughs> Hell yes. Yeah. That's so true. Does though. anyone know what the fuck they're talking about? Um, I, yeah, I had the interpretation. It just wasn't interesting. Dad dwells it's as basically... a lion. Dan is a lion's whelp. Yeah, he's a little, he's a little squirrely motherfucker. <laughs> All right. Have you ever met someone named Dan that wasn't squirrely? No, I have not. Checkmate. Uh, Naphtali, Nef- satisfied yeah. with favor and full of blessing of the Lord, possessed the West and the South. Okay. Sweet. Asher uh, is going to be favored by his brothers and have his feet bathed in oil, which doesn't even sound comfortable. Your sandals shall be iron and bronze. Yeah, again. Oh, okay. Ugh. And no, that's the bolt of your As gates, your days, so shall your strength be. Um, it says his gates will be iron Interesting, because when Gad was born, to go back to Gad a little bit, Gad uh, was the one where um, Leah is like, ah, a troop comes. And then when Jacob blessed Gad, he was like, by the way, you will be stomped to death by a troop. And then here there's no mention nice. of it. It's just a kind of a weird, I don't know, inconsistency. I was expecting some troop bullshit when it comes to Gad. Well, you've been let down, sir. Um, and then now that Moses is finished, so as we mentioned, Simeon not mentioned in this. Rightfully so. Yeah, so all the tribes get a, a, a little shout out, but I guess Moses just didn't have time for Simeon. Um uh, uh, in my in my concordance, they mentioned that Jacob, when he was doling out the blessings, he only mentioned Simeon along with Levi to both say, "Hey, basically, you guys are like the pre-Hitler Hitler, like uh, you guys suck." So I yeah. gotta keep you guys Even, apart. But then Levi becomes the greatest, and Simeon kind of gets erased. So yeah. Um, but because he had no blessings for uh, for Simeon, he didn't mention Simeon because there just was no reason to mention him. Okay. Even though, again, there is speculation among scholars that he did mention Simeon, but it just wasn't translated well. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, good enough to fight your wars, but not good enough for a blessing. Uh, Isn't that, you know, the point of the song Fortunate Son? <laughs> yeah, yeah. By, Simeon's by just, they, they're, they're cursed. Um, yeah. 
the last one, two, three, four verses. Uh, there is no God like the God of Jeshurun who rides the heavens to help you. And in his excellency on the clouds, the eternal God is your refuge. Uh, more talking, yeah, God, God's going to destroy your enemies. Israel's going to be in safety, the land of grain and new wine. <laughs> we get it. Dumb. Got it. I hate it. Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> uh, Deuteronomy 34. Oh, my God. Finally. We've made it. He's out. Audience, this is it. This is this it. This is the last the chapter. It's only like 11 verses long. have been for. So even though we just read two chapters back about Moses climbing Mount Nebo and Mount Nebo, let's do it again. So he climbs <laughs> up. He leaves Moab uh, to the top of Pisgah across from Jericho, a bunch of places you know nothing about, nor should you. Mm-hmm. Um, the Lord shows him everything from Gilead to Dan. It says all of the areas that his, uh, the tribes he just blessed are going to take over by force of the sword. Mm-hmm. It's exciting stuff. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of these. Are gonna, look, look upon the lands that shall soon be covered in, uh, pagan blood. This is like that kid with cancer that, uh, got to see Disney. Let him see like the, uh, Avengers, Avengers yeah. Endgame <laughs> trailer, but then he died before it actually came oh, out. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. That's actually a perfect analogy. They're like, <laughs> yeah. he's like, can I see it? They're like, okay, we'll let you see the trailer. And, oh, <laughs> but uh, uh, Iron Man's back. You're like, yeah, yeah, he's gonna be friends. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, kid. Um, so then he's like, okay, Moses. The, uh, so then Moses died there in the land of Moab. Uh, he was buried in a valley in the land of Moab, opposite Beth Peor. But no one knows his grave to this day. He was 120 Yawn. years old. His eyes were not dim, nor his natural vigor diminished. So he probably just bro- died of a broken heart. Aww. Yeah. Um, he probably died of being a dick for his whole life. Um, <laughs> so it says now that so they mourned Moses for the uh, requisite 30 days. Once the mourning was over, Joshua was filled with the spirit of wisdom because, and it says this, uh, I don't really know what it means. It's a little ambiguous because Moses laid his hands on him. Nice. Um, I, I think I like to think that go ahead. they had that kind of uh, mentor mentee relationship yeah. where <laughs> things were a little feisty, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. The Greek thing. Um, yeah. Or the sumo wrestler thing, whichever one. Uh, Both. So, but basically, me. Moses has specifically laid his hands and dictated that Joshua is the new leader. So everyone's doing as he's commanded. Um, here's the last little three verses here uh, on 34, end of Deuteronomy. And, and essentially, the end of Moses' story is capped off as such. Ugh. But since You know he wrote this before but he died. since then, there has not arisen in Israel a prophet like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. In all the signs and wonders which the Lord sent him to do in the land of Egypt, before Pharaoh, before the servants, in all his land, and by all that mighty power and all the great terror which Moses performed in the sight of all Israel. Which, you just know Moses wrote this. Of course he must have written Deuteronomy, because how else would he know that there has not been a prophet in Israel since Moses? What a jag-off. Gross. So, that is all of Deuteronomy. Yeah, that's... And I hated it. Fuck you, Moses. (laughs) There was fun moments, but yeah, I'm ready. Moses has been with us for the past, no shit, what, four books now since Exodus. Since Exodus, yeah. So from Exodus to this point was the story of Moses, and then now we're getting to Joshua. Four whole books. Um, I mean, badass dudes like Abraham only got a handful of chapters. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, or jo- or Joseph. I love Joseph. Yeah, Joseph got the end of Genesis. Just the end of Genesis. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, a couple chapters to Joseph. Yeah. Um, this dick. It's interesting. I was watching that movie uh, on Netflix, The Golem. Um, the what? The Golem. Uh, oh, okay. I guess like the the is golems Jewish are golems myth? in the Bible? No. Huh. No, that's like a Eastern European Jewish thing. Interesting. Uh, well, um, but basically, the the woman's like, there's this woman who's like, oh, we have to fight off our things, and we need a, a force to help us. And they're like, he's she's like, we should build a golem. He's like, oh, let's just build a golem. Let's just get a golem, you guys. We gotta get a golem in here. Who should build it? Moses. And I was like, damn. Bitch, oh, get the fuck out of here. Get Moses in here. But, well, that idiot's never playing Minecraft. <laughs> it's just kind of funny to imagine it as like Moses is uh, like such a key figure in the religion. But I guess it makes sense. I didn't really understand it. And then you kind of finish Deuteronomy and Numbers. And okay, so, so kind of Moses, despite the importance given to Jacob, Isaac, and Abraham, for really no reason except that they had important kids down the line and God spoke to them, but... Really, it well, feels like Moses did all the fucking work. Sure. For I still think Joseph, Joseph did. He's my favorite. Well, I don't know. Joseph got them to Egypt, you know. <laughs> but, I mean, essentially, I don't think you can argue that Moses is the guy who, at this point, I mean, we haven't finished the whole thing. I have no idea if things are going to change. You know, obviously, there's some more important figures coming up. But Yeah, I mean, David, I think, is going to be the biggest boy. But uh, I'm not sure. Does David lay down the kind of laws that Moses lays down? Does he lay the foundation the way Moses has? Well, he just brings us into, like, uh, into basically what Israel was whenever it first encountered, like, the Romans later on. Ah, that'll be fun. Um, I hope it works out for everybody. Like, borderline borderline modern Israel. Huh. Um, Anyways... Not odd, obviously not modern because modern Israel has only existed since like 1947 or something. But you get my point. Right. Um. So, yeah, that's it. I want to say this to the audience: Congratulations on you all <laughs> for hanging out through the Pentateuch. I promise you, the very first episode of Joshua, our next episode, is going to be lit. It's going to be fun. <laughs> okay. Like we're going to get right into like cool Bible stories. Um. My Bible mentions this in Joshua, but it also I think it's important that the the my Bible claims that the death of Moses occurred around 1405 BC. Sure. Which I'm trying to think. I guess that could make sense because we were kind of saying that it was around 1900 that uh, BC that the Jews like the time of Joseph. And then about yeah. 430 years from that, so that'd be about 1400-something B.C. But I guess, and then, like, add another 40 years, essentially, onto that would kind of make I mean, in truth, I, I would, and we'll talk about this more in our recap episode, but the it, for, in 1400 B.C., I guarantee you the Israelites looked a lot more like they were just one of the other Canaanite branches, other Canaanite nation, if even a nation, if even distinguishable, that, um, I don't think there's any way that they. That were if we discount this whole story about this super massive tribe running yeah, across the desert I and think, escaping from Egypt, you know, two two point five million people as their own nation just moving around, as opposed to just like, well, they were probably already kind of in Israel in the first place, and then they yeah. wrote this crazy backstory. Especially since the the meticulate record keepers that were the Egyptians have no mention of this. Yeah. Okay, yeah, probably they were <laughs> <Sure>. already in <laughs> Israel, and then they just started getting more and more warfare, and then. They're like, 
This yeah. is our story. We 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 came from Egypt. Like, does anyone remember being in Egypt? Like, yeah, well, that's because they all died before we in got the desert. here on purpose. Like, all right. And even though all their sandals were impossible to be destroyed, <laughs> there's no evidence yeah. of them. <laughs> there's some sandal there, just somehow not rotting to this day. Uh, that's great. I'm glad. Done with you. Done with Deuteronomy. So done with yeah. it. Well, we're not really done because we still got to do our recap. Oh. But I think the recap is going to be interesting. We're going to get more into i want to talk about like some factual stuff i want to talk about um you know why they wrote all this because i like the idea of looking at everything we've read so far as one unit yeah, that'll be interesting you know, all five of kinda, these books. i mean it, so the pentateuch which we've just finished is sort of genesis to moses are we all sort of stating that that was written by moses that it's i mean not we but yeah that's what christians believe because i don't know there's no mention in the Bible. One thing I noticed is that there's no mention in the Bible of like Moses talking about Genesis. There's certainly no sure. reference to Adam and Eve. Like Moses and like Moses and be like, and then just as Adam was, so shall we be, or any of that bullshit. Or no, yeah, it's um, it's pretty clear to anyone who's like a expert, uh, an expert uh-huh. on these type of things, that it wasn't all written by one person. I, we can discount that. I think even from Moses' point of view. Also, I just don't know that the creation of the earth even mattered to Moses. It seems like sort of from Abraham forward is canon. And then everything before that is kind of, even according to these people, just myth and bullshit. Well, I mean, think about, here's the crazy part. If you look at the years that some of the people were living, Mm -hmm. the space between Abraham and this happening, right, Mm -hmm. is like the lifetime of one of those people between Abraham and Adam. Right. Really? Yeah. Those guys Some of those guys lived a thousand years. years. Yeah, yeah. And so for this to happen just, what, four or five hundred years after Abraham is is such a, like, microscopic amount of time compared to how long ago Adam was. Right. Making it, obviously, a, just a big myth. It's a, it's obviously a, a creation myth. Mm-hmm. Didn't you uh, didn't you get a video on uh, the evidence of Genesis? Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. I'll watch it though before we do our recap. Okay, so that'll that be I can because uh, I I want to play with it. I, I love the kind of people who try to make the argument that Genesis is like, uh, you know, the I mean, all the bullshit about like the Grand Canyon and like dinosaurs, that only makes sense with Genesis. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> I I think you've got your words all fucked up. <laughs> all the all the contradictions of Genesis only make sense with Genesis. Like I. Yeah, it doesn't. That's not how logic works, though. So I'll be I'll be eager to get into that. Uh, yeah, the recap and stuff. But it, it just seems kind of interesting that, in my opinion, even according to Moses, everything pre-Abraham seems almost irrelevant. Like I don't even know that they cared. You know, there, there was a guy who lived in the desert. God gave him favor, and then he made a covenant with Abraham, and then he made a covenant with Isaac, and then with Jacob, and then down to us. You know, sure, with our newest covenant. <sighs> It is a mess, but uh, we'll break it down. We'll analyze it a little bit more, and then we'll get right into the, the next meaty portion of the Bible. I'm pumped. Mm-hmm. Glad for it. Um, got anything else for this app? No, nah, man. Let's sign off. Let's fucking put a bow All on right. this shit. Well, if you don't already, follow us on Twitter at Irrevelations. And if you want to send us an email, you can do that at irrevelationspodcast at gmail.com. Still haven't gotten an email to this date. <laughs> um, let me say this. If... Uh, if you're out there and you got any, and you're running into short people that are angry, do the right thing and pat them on their little heads. <laughs> <And I> say, 